Hey, welcome back. We hope you enjoy listening to part two of this episode. I don't know if you remember the day, but I came and visited you in Colorado Springs. Yep. And went on a camping trip with you, amongst other things that I probably... I don't know how your mom talked me into going to school with you in seminary, but you know, I did <laughs> yeah. on my vac- on my winter vacation. <laughs> on your vacation, yeah, man. <laughs> but I went with you, but I went on this camping trip with you and man, you had a, a scouting little buddy there that I just could not stand. The kid was annoying me. He was coming down the hill and I just charged up and kind of flipped him over my head and we got in a little fight, but you know, it got broken up pretty quickly, but I do clearly remember that. Yes, I remember that too for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's no, you know no. it's a it's the place. It's like that's the ring. You go into the ring and you, <laughs> you work out your testosterone and and you work things out and you you can walk away from it feeling a little better, something like that. Yeah. There's just so many different kinds of things that we do when we're camping. Whether it's like you mentioned, building fires. It seems like there's always somebody carving something. You know, yeah, like getting some stick and trying to carve it out nice and learning these rules about it. Remember the totem ship. Uh, learning all the knots. I remember like a common merit badges when I first went was like, like everybody got certain ones because they were quick and easy. You could get a bunch yep. out like at once. So it was like insect study, uh, leather working, leather working, you know, basketry or something like that. Yep. You know, and they Finger weren't necessarily like, the funnest ones, but they were just like get a whole bunch because you just need a whole lot. You know. <laughs> Yeah, fingerprinting, dude. You're right, John. That's hilarious. Yep, fingerprinting merit badges doing like a day, <laughs> like an hour. <laughs> and you guys remember the swimming merit badge where you had to like inflate your pants? You guys remember you jump in in your clothes and then you had to take your, your pants off, right? And inflate oh, yeah. them and then use that like a life preserver life around vest. your neck? Yeah. So here's my story on that. I would never go swimming at scout camp. I hated it. Absolutely. Yeah. I was. I'm not a strong swimmer. I never have been. And so at scout camp, I'd never do that. So I told you before, you know, when I was in Shore Hills, our scoutmaster was Dave Boren, and he had a pool in his backyard. Now, at the time, his pool was disgustingly green and not, you know, filtered and chlorined out. It was, and so that scared me even more because I felt like I was still in scout camp. Uh, in, scout in, camp? My, in my head, I was like, how am I supposed to go in and swim with my clothes on? My whole life, I've been swimming without clothing, except for my trunks. And it was just like, I was like, you want me to do what? And I was super scary, man. I just did not want to do it. You know, and I was like, I'm just going to drown. I'm going to fall to right to the bottom because I got all these clothes on. Uh, obviously, I didn't. And, and But uh, he was very patient with me. And that's how I got my swimming merit badge. In his pool, his dirty green pool. That's awesome. <laughs> I've <laughs> yeah. got to give props to all our scout leaders. Man. Yes. I, mean, I was just thinking that. So much. Looking back, like uh, they put in so much time and effort into all that stuff. And they had to be really patient with us because I knew we were annoying little kids that just always caused trouble, you know. And, man, they really taught me a lot. Like, not just scouting stuff, but just, like, I mean, just like being a man, like, growing up and doing things you need to get done, planning things. Like, after a while, we were planning all the activities, you know. Like, we were doing a lot of the figuring things out and leadership skills, divvying out responsibilities and stuff like that. And like so much of that came from those leaders, man. They were awesome. Even when they were kind of rough around the edges or, or, you know, did lose their patience once in a while, they really taught us a lot. For sure. I was just thinking the same exact thing. And it it does, it takes some patience to deal with young boys. Cause like we were just saying, you know, we wanted to explore fire in dangerous ways. We wanted to, you know, climb places that were too dangerous. We went, you know, we wanted to do all these risky things and they're like responsible for us 
And then on top of that, we don't, you know, we stay up and talk till way too late in our like not soundproof tents and, you know, laughing and doing whatever, man. It's it, it definitely give them props for sure for all they did for us. Yeah, that said, we actually made one of our scout leaders so upset that he like left and then got lost and like almost died. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, he got lost like the whole night and thought he was going to die. And thankfully we we got him back, but yeah, it was it was and I don't even remember. I think we were just being obnoxious, you know, just like the way we were joking, maybe we were kind of, I don't know, kind of sassy or whatever, giving them attitude or something, maybe. But I, I didn't think it was that bad. It was just the last straw for him or something. And he was out. And then we were, like, looking for him all night long. It was terrible. <laughs> Are you uh... sure that wasn't a movie? It sounds like Whitewater Summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sounds... His name is Kevin Bacon. And... <laughs> Yeah, very similar to uh, my time at the MTC. We were the worst group ever. But, oh man, yeah, yeah. No, that's literally what they told us: worst, worst group they've ever seen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely a different story for a different time. But I remember something similar to that. But it was this was a scout. He was probably his first year at scout camp. He was super, super annoying. I don't remember his name. Little kid, but like right as we're all trying to leave. Like, I think he gets yelled at by somebody previously mentioned on here. <laughs> and uh, we couldn't find him for like two hours. He like uh, ran off. We couldn't find him anywhere. Finally, we found him. But yeah, that was not awesome. It's crazy. Yep. One of my close calls was with our friend Ralph that was on the show last season for talking video games. And it was like November, if I remember correctly. And I was still in New Jersey. So I was like 11 or 12. And you guys know I was like 80 pounds or something still probably. I was I was a tiny little guy. And, and bad, Ralph right? has always been a, a bigger dude, man. A strong, uh, bigger guy. Plus he's four years older or whatever. But yeah, so we were out canoeing. It was like November. I don't know why it was so cold and we were canoeing, but we were. And I remember we were trying to catch up to these other guys real fast. And I didn't like understand the physics of canoeing and being you know, like half the size of the guy behind me. And he's just powering us so much that like the front end is up out of the water. And I'm like leaning to like reach and try to paddle in the water too. And oh, I was not thinking, and he didn't realize, but we were paddling on the same side. And so then all of a sudden we just totally tip over and capsize in this like freezing water. And I was freaking out and like, I guess I was even like grabbing him and, you know, dunking him, just trying to like get up out of the water because I was freezing. Now um, we finally get onto the canoe enough to like hang on and these other guys bring us out and I'm still like kind of freaking out because I was just like so cold and I'm like, oh, I can't, I don't know. And I don't remember what I was doing, but they're like, Dave, Dave, stand up. And I like stood up and it was like <laughs> at my waist. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Like it wasn't where we were, like they had pulled me in kind of thing, but yeah, still yeah. I like, you know, I was just freaking out and uh, yeah, they pulled us into the van and had the heat going and warmed us back up. But it was, uh, it was kind of crazy, kind of funny. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So apart from scout camp, have you guys ever had the chance to just, you know, go camping, whether it was with your family or friends or whatever, growing up outside of scout camp to like, what would you do? Would you, what are the activities that you would look for when you went camping? Well, for me, I, Wendy and I, my wife and I, we often took our kids camping when we were younger. It's, it's getting harder and harder nowadays, you know, and, and as our family gets bigger as well, it's like hard to pack everything we need to have back to, you know, 
Um, but we definitely did a, quite a bit of camping in our, our younger married years. And we would, you know, go out to the lake, we go swimming, we go hiking, you know, just enjoying being outside a lot of times. It's just sometimes even just relaxing, you know, or sitting around the campfire is probably one of our favorite things, just sitting around the campfire and talking and telling jokes and sometimes singing songs or whatever, just being out there. And we loved hiking, just going to different places and seeing different sites. That was something we love, man. Do you guys, I know they're very popular here even though this is one of the dumbest, hottest states in the U.S. Do you guys have fire pits in your backyard? We have. Uh, we have a little, like, one that we can Cast iron. move around. Yeah, like a, a metal one that we can pack up and, and do stuff with. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Those are cool. And you're right. There's something about just kind of sitting around a fire. I'm sure being in a camping, an actual camping atmosphere, it would be more rewarding. But, you know, even like, even here, just sitting around a fire, man. And, like, I'm always the dude where the smoke is blowing to. Like no yeah, matter right. where you're sitting, it's always <laughs> yes, me. smoke Every magnet, time. man. Yeah, yeah, same. You're the best looking one, man. That's the that's word. right. That's what I hear. I hear. Yeah, smoking. That's so funny that you said that because I've I've heard that in the past too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't fight logic. I mean, that's just how it works. It's just how it's it science. is. Man. It's science. science. You can't argue with it. Yeah. No, yeah, like same as Ben, like we we did go camping a little bit more when we were uh, younger, first married. Definitely did outdoor stuff, man. When we moved to Colorado Springs, like it's such a beautiful place to go outside, you know, hiking and mountain biking and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So definitely, definitely did a lot of daytime stuff, like outdoorsy stuff. Um, And even, I guess, even night hikes and stuff like that. But I don't know if I ever did any overnighters. But, you know, as you get older, it's just it's a little harder to be like, uh, do I want to sleep on the ground or my amazing normal bed? You know, like, do I want (laughs) to be able to manage the the temperature of where I'm going to sleep and all those things, you know? Um, But there's something about it still. The outdoors just like calls me. I want to get out there and and, uh, just be in nature and. You know, go on some adventures, go hiking, go go do that kind of stuff. So <laughs> okay, Moana. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, calls <you. laughs> it calls me, man. <laughs> yeah, that's cool though. That's cool, man. Like, you know, there's the difference between camping and glamping, and everybody knows, you know, glamping where it's you're just not nearly roughing it as much as you normally would be compared to regular camping but those also tend to be like where there's more activities as well available because if you go camping you know yeah you can do some fishing you know from the little shoreline or whatever definitely you you can usually always do some hiking but unless you're like prepared or somewhere you know you know yes there are places where you can go specifically to go camping but where you can also do biking and things like that dave you probably did you do a lot of climbing and rappelling at all or no oh yeah dude I, i loved it i mean in colorado I did a ton of like just bouldering, you know, like climbing without ropes and just like not going too crazy, but just climbing around what I could. Uh, we had Garden of the Gods there that uh, oh, yeah. they wouldn't let you do too much without anything. Right. But up in the canyon, we'd climb. And um, I loved rappelling. In fact, when we were first married in Idaho, uh, I had a buddy that I worked with that was that had repelling equipment and we repelled off bridges and we repelled down just really high places. It was a, it was a lot of fun for sure. So I, I love that. So I love the heights still. So it's, it's a good time for me. 
Yeah, what about like, have you ever been camping where you've actually had the chance to go like jet skiing or anything like that? I haven't jet skied, no, but I've done a lot of, well, no, I've done some like wakeboarding and water skiing and kneeboarding. Yeah, in Colorado, we had a, a guy at our church that uh, would let us use his boat. And and for a long time, they told me that he would still tell people like I was the one kid that he couldn't whip off of an inner tube, like, you know, cruising around and trying to whip nice. people off. Like I just, I was too squirrely, man. I hung on and, and stayed on. So it was, yeah, a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah. wrestling Matt and Jeff. That's right. That's right. I think squirrelly <laughs> is what they called you there too. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think the only time I ever got to go jet skiing was, was our senior skip day. Nice. We went up to this place and that was pretty fun. You know, I've been fishing sometimes when I go back to New Jersey. Jeff has this spot where he'll go, which is it's super peaceful, man. Crazy, just tranquil, just sitting there looking at the mountains and everything like that. Not too far from where he is. I've never caught a single thing, but it is nice just to kind of sit there standing kind of ankle deep in the water and, you know, just casting out. And that, yeah. that's fun. I, I've never been hunting or anything like that either. Just fishing. But, and I'm not very good at that, to be honest. You know, we guys, we got to we gotta figure out some summer here where the three of us go camp, fish, hunt, and get some surgical tubing, freaking launch some water balloons. Mm-hmm. Be a good time, mm-hmm. man. We need to do it. Yep, on another fast food place in case we don't catch anything. Got it. Yeah, just in case. Yep, we'll be McDonald's right. on the way home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ben, what about you? You done any of this stuff? Not a whole lot, no. I mean, I did most of my climbing, like and in climbing gyms, which I thought right. was really fun, but not yeah. so much outdoors. I was uh, a little too scared on that. Like, I climb trees, but yeah. when it comes to, like, rocks high up, I... I'm not so sure of my footing and I I'm too scared to go to very high, you know? So I didn't do a whole lot of that. I loved canoeing and you know, that kind of stuff. Oh man. I love being out on the water. That was something I liked. I like rowing and canoeing and all that kind of stuff. One of my favorite memories canoeing was actually in Columbia high school's pool. I don't know (laughs) if you remember that. We would, we would take our canoes out to the high school's pool and we would, practice like tipping it over swamping it and deswamping it you know and yep. things like that and uh, just that was a fun fun memory of like going there going into the school when nobody else was there you know like in the evenings and practice stuff like that that was fun Jeez. man i can smell the chlorine in that pool right now <laughs> yes. so much chlorine, man. yeah that's crazy man like but yeah at columbia man that was my first period was swimming it was just it was a weird way to start your day to be honest like chlorine just burning your eyes but i feel like i just walk in there and smell it right now it's crazy ben for you you said you and wendy did a lot of camping so that was like well you're more the traditional camping let's go build a fire pitch a tent that yeah. kind of stuff yeah, that's still we, awesome man yeah we would bring stuff sometimes you know like we would bring a propane stove and stuff and, and cook oh, right. for like a week you know oh wow and so it was we had some a little more hardcore you know than i think as a kid, I think the only times like my family went camping, I don't really remember a whole lot because I think my dad, especially he, he got on a CPAP machine. It was hard for him, you know, and so it was usually like an overnighter or like, you know, one night or something like that, you know, that I remembered, you know, I think they did more when they were younger as well. But we had some pretty fun experiences. And Wendy's family often like would have reunions out like camping reunions where like families oh, that's would cool. get together. You know, and so it was kind of cool to get together. And there was always like a 
a pinata we'd you know attack you know the, the kids would have a chance all swinging at it and sometimes they'd get if they couldn't bash it maybe the adults would finally get a turn you know <laughs> but yeah there would always be some kind of crafts and stuff going on and and just exploring and hiking and you know like i said hanging around the campfire and stuff like that that's cool awesome. man that sounds like an awesome time for sure Another thing that's a good time for sure is rope swinging. I love rope swinging into a river, you know, or cliff diving, cliff jumping. That's always a good time too. Yes, I totally forgot about that. Like on our our canoe trips, we'd find some place. It wasn't like super high jumping, you know, but definitely it was fun to run and jump out there and dive in. Yeah, And I think, Ben, you've actually mentioned the cliff jumping before on a different podcast that you enjoyed doing that. There was one time, so John and Ben, you guys both know I'm, I did gymnastics kind of as a kid. That was one of my hyper things. I, I learned how to like walk on my hands and stuff like that. And and we had gone to a lake, one of those little outings that we had with the, with the scouts. I was with a couple of buddies and we were at this cliff and I said out loud, like honestly, accidentally, like, I wonder if I could do a handstand flip off that, like walk up on my hands and just kind of flip off. And my friends heard me and they're like, do it, do it, do it. You know, like they wouldn't let me not do it. And so (laughs) I was like, oh man, I was terrified. I don't think it was very high, but still. And I got on my hands and I'm looking down at my hands and down the cliff. And I just start to lean and then like tuck a little, but I didn't, I'd never done this before. I'm not a diver. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And so I rotated just enough that I landed flat. Like my feet went in straight down into the water. But my belly was like, like, you know, belly flop big time. Oh, and it was bad. But I did it. I tried it. I faced my yeah. fears. And yeah, it was crazy. Dang, man. That is yeah, crazy. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, funny. The it. crazy stuff you sometimes do. And it's like a positive memory, even if it was like painful or, you know, uncomfortable at the time. Like for me, at least I have some of my best memories are some of those tough times, you know, where mm-hmm. we've worked it out and did something I'd never done before, you know, some some new experience or some something that I was scared to do, you know, it's just fun trying new things like that. Yeah. So uh, we did a lot of mountain biking when we were in Colorado. And for some reason, like up until I was an older teenager, I like didn't like any like the protective gear. Like, I mean, I would wear my helmet, but like I didn't like wearing gloves. I just felt like oh, I can't really feel stuff. And I didn't like eye protection, ear protection. I didn't like stuff on me, you know. And so I let my friend borrow my gloves on our like very first run of this like multi-day mountain biking camping trip. And right at the very start, we're going down this hill and there are like these potholes because it was like a dirt mountain road. And yeah. so there was like these washed out potholes and we were bunny hopping them just for, like for fun. And we were like doing it side by side and we're cruising pretty quick. And the way it worked, we were just like kind of in front and behind each other. And then we like he was behind me and he started hitting my rear tire and that like totally got me and i i just lost it and it's like i landed on my hands and just tore them up like rocks and gravel and dirt like all up in my hands like right after i like gave up my gloves it was like the dumbest thing and it it kind of really messed up the whole trip but the thing is like (laughs) you know it's it's the first day of this multi-day trip and we got these men leaders that are like all right let's see what we can do and they like squeeze a whole bunch of ointment into my hands and then like bandage them but they don't like do anything to like disinfect or clean or do anything it's just like ointment and bandages and so i'm like riding in the car while the rest of the guys are having this blast like mountain biking this beautiful mountain passes and stuff like that and 
dude, by the end of the day, my hands are just like throbbing like so bad. And so they like take me to this little middle of nowhere hospital and they undo the bandages and my hands just look like ground beef. It's disgusting. And the nurse guy is like, I don't think I can do anything for you. Like, can you go clean that in the sink? Like, I, I feel sick. I can't even look at it. Like it was... <laughs> It was terrible. So I had to go into the sink and try to like wash and like get some of the rocks out. And I was like going to pass out. And I just thought it was funny that the nurse guy was like, oh, I've never seen anything like so nasty. I can't touch it. <laughs> so anyways, it was uh, the doc. The doc came in and cleaned it out and I was good for the rest of the trip. But but it was pretty nasty. Dang, man. Yeah. Anyways, so there's a lot of great movies out there, but the camping or where it's out in the Great Outdoors. Speaking of which, one of them is The Great Outdoors with uh, John Candy and Dan Aykroyd. The one thing that I remember the most from that, I don't know about you guys, but the uh, the old 96er, right? You guys remember that? Yep. <clears throat> Gristle and all. Yeah. Remind so me, 90, I can't remember. It's a 96-ounce steak. And the whole idea is, like, if you can finish the 96er, then everyone at your table gets to eat for free. And so... John Candy starts at it and like, you know, he's he's a big guy. And so he's like throwing down little bites and and like people start crowding around him because they're like, holy cow, he's going to do it, you know, and and he's getting to like start to be sweaty. And and by the last couple of bites, he's like shaking his head and he's like, I can't do this and like sweating and everything. And and Dan Aykroyd's kind of cheap in the whole movie, too. So he's like, you know, you got to <laughs> do this or whatever. And so he's like on the second to last bite. And he's like, oh, and he gags it down and. Dan Aykroyd's like to the chef who's like this really tough, crazy guy or whatever. He's like, he's basically got it done. He's like, he's not done. He's like, yeah, he's got one more bite, but he'll he'll muscle that down. He's like, no, he's got to eat the gristle and fat too or whatever. And he's just like, <laughs> no, there's this whole chunk of gristle and fat that he had to finish. It was terrible. That's <laughs> funny. What other camping and outdoor movies do you guys remember or shows? So one that I just watched, just because I hadn't seen it in a long time. And as a kid, I liked it. It was a Disney movie, but it was Heavyweights. Yes. Uh, where they send good old Gerald Garner to Fat Camp, uh, <laughs> um, which was it's so funny, man. I think the, the Obviously, what makes that movie is Ben Stiller yep. playing this psycho instructor, director of the, the camp that he bought away from these nice, sweet people, which I think the dad was played by Ben Stiller's dad, uh, Jerry Stiller, and so yeah, I guess they had owned this camp for 30 plus years and they go bankrupt and so he buys it out from under him so that he can push these kids into a, a fat camp training regimen that so he can sell his own fat supplements or whatever it was. But he just goes he's so eccentric in the in the movie, man. It's he's such a great role for him. And the dude is freaking like fit, man. The guy's like yes. crazy in the whole in that movie and other movies as well. But so yeah, that was a good one. Ben, any that you remember? You know, it seems like a lot of them blur together to me, especially like, so Whitewater Summer, I always get mixed up with the River Wild just because of Kevin Bacon. It's funny because I never really think of him as a bad guy, but like in both of those, he's kind of like insane, you know, uh. and he plays it really well. But the other thing I was thinking about is like almost every outdoorsy kind of movie, it seems like there's at least one person that just doesn't want to be there you know, that hates the outdoors and they have have them there anyway. For some reason, they're forced to go or something like that. I mean, even you think of like Parent Trap, you know, like the the would-be wife, you know, just does not like love the outdoors at all, you know, and so they do all the pranks on her and stuff. 
Like there's, this seems like that's the common trope that they always throw into these things is, is there's gotta be at least one, one kid or one person that just hates it. You know? Yep. Yep. And without a paddle that was Seth Green. And because he plays a doctor who's like afraid of everything, yeah, like he's he's just afraid of everything, so he didn't want to be there either. But that's a great movie of canoeing, hiking, bears, everything, man. Everything we've talked about today is in that movie. That's yeah. a good comedy, man. That's a good one. And then I feel like you know it's crazy because Stand by Me was more of a journey. Yeah, like I guess they camped out the one night, which was a great scene as well with Vern with his with the gun. Every yep. time, every time we heard a little chirp in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, I would love to go camping like that, but you know, you know, with the boys, you know what I mean? I think you know, just a yeah. little journey like that. I don't need to go see a dead body or anything, but you know. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a good one. And then don't forget um, your comb. The comb. It's like burn with his comb, man. <laughs> yep. He's crawling <laughs> across the train tracks. I dropped yeah. the comb. Oh man, What'd you, the for? you don't even have any hair. Great scene, man. They argue about like whether Mighty Mouse or Superman would win. Yeah, yep, yeah. During the campfire scene, and then uh, or no, when they were walking, and then they also they're trying to figure out what Pluto is. Uh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. One probably my favorite Stephen King movie of all time, to be honest. Yeah, and it's crazy that in that movie how kind of it came to fruition in real life. Because like just their roles in that movie is kind of how they turned out in real life, like those actors. So that was kind of cool too. Yeah. So John, who do you relate to most in Stand by Me? I mean, look, if we're talking looks, it's probably Vern. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think in demeanor and everything, it was probably Gordy the Chance would probably be my guess. That movie, that movie had a lot of famous people in it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of saw us like you and I when we watch it back in the day because, you know, we, we see it on TV edited or whatever. But like, I don't know, like you were like kind of like Chris. I felt like back I then, was I Chris Chambers. Team. Yeah, man. With, <laughs> it's because my brother was Matt and Jeff and that's Ace. Got it. That was part of it, too. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe. <laughs> maybe that was part of it. <laughs> All right. Jeff was Keeper Sutherland. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. See so you're, you're Gordy and I was Chris? Maybe. I don't know, man. It okay, was, uh... no, I can see that. I, I can't actually see that. Interesting. Now that you say it like that, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always loved, like, imagining myself as, like, one of the characters, at least of every movie, pretty much, that we watched back in the day. It's good times. Sure. One of my favorite camping movies you brought it up was Whitewater Summer. I really liked it, man. It was, like, it was intense for me as a kid, but it was... You know, adventures, it was that, you know, super high rope bridge, swinging across the cliff, you know, with the, the ropes. And, and Kevin Bacon was insane, dude. He was so crazy in that movie. And it was intense. I really liked it. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Yeah, I swear we watched it together at least once. But, you know, one time as a kid, you forget. But I, I know I watched it multiple times because I really liked it. But other good ones, you know, City Slickers had its moments that were pretty funny. Cast away, man. He's outside the entire time. One that I got to bring up. I don't even remember it super well, but Ernest goes to camp. I used to love all the Ernest movies for <laughs> sure. All right. A couple shows that I really like. Man vs. Wild with uh, Bear Grylls. He would do this crazy stuff. And it seemed pretty legit at the time, at least. And I know he did like celebrity ones later. He had like, I remember having Will Ferrell was dropped off with him. 
And like all I had was like a Twinkie and a couple other things. And like five minutes in, Will Ferrell's like busting into the Twinkie already. He's like, that's our only <laughs> ration. Like, what are you doing? It was pretty funny. <laughs> you know, I never was a big fan of it, but I couldn't believe how big Survivor was back in the day. Like that was yeah. a huge thing. And I remember people would talk like about who they would vote for and all that kind of stuff. Like, And there were all these outdoorsy kind of challenges in it. But it really wasn't my thing, I guess. You know, I think I might have seen an episode or two, but not really into it. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch it, John? Fun fact, never seen a single episode. Um, yeah, but it's in its 45th season somehow. Holy cow. Wow. It's still going then, huh? I'm guessing they do, what, two is two seasons a year or something like that? I don't remember. I haven't been on that long. One of my favorite outdoorsy sound movies is Trilogy, really, is the Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> yes. True. Beautiful shots. It makes me want to go out to New Zealand, right, man? It's so beautiful out there. But 100%. Yeah. A lot of walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact number two, never seen a single Lord of the Rings. Dang. Oh, they are oh. long. I, I like them. I think life. what happened was the first one came out while I was on my mission, so I missed it. And like, just yeah. didn't care to go see it. Didn't care. I was like, man, it's how long? And I was like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, speaking of Survivor, we got a few survival fun facts that we wanted to share. You know, it's a common survival myth that if you get lost, you know, just look at where the moss is growing on the trees. But it's actually been debunked that uh, moss doesn't actually always grow on the north side of a tree, so you can't totally rely on that, but that's a little something. You know, we talked about making fires, some fire starters that you can have as part of a kit. You know, I didn't realize it, but uh, duct tape is a good one that you can burn. I think we've all maybe heard that dryer lint is something to have on hand yeah. as a good fire starter for sure. Yep. Cotton balls and Vaseline. And maybe you guys have seen, I've, I've seen this, egg cartons, you know, you got sawdust and paraffin wax in there. That's like, that'll burn for a while. And it's a good, a good starter because of that cardboard on the egg carton. And then actually bicycle inner tubes. So if you're like, if you're out biking and you get stranded and you need to build a fire, you know, cut little three inch strips and those will burn pretty good for you. Smell terrible, huh? but they right. can burn. Natural ones you can find out there, Spanish moss, cedar bark, cattail fluff. And punk wood, which I guess is just like rotten dry wood shavings. So little tip. You guys seen any of those videos where people bite into the cattails and the fluff just like expands all in their mouth and they're like, what? Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, so nasty. Oh. Like because it looks kind of like a corn dog, I think is like yeah. the joke, but like it's disgusting, man. It's so nasty. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> Other ways to survive, you know, you probably heard this, but boiling or roasting bugs for protein. Uh, you know, you can just remove the legs and head and pulling out the head actually oftentimes can clean out some of the entrails and stuff like that. So that's a good, good way to keep living. There's a ballpark, I think it's Seattle, where you can order some crickets and eat some crickets. I've eaten crickets, actually. Yeah, I've had that too, actually. Have you both really? Wow. They have they have boxes of like dried roasted crickets that uh we've gotten dared to to eat before, but they have like flavored ones. I think yeah, I had a sour flavors. cream and onion cricket, so <laughs> it wasn't too too bad, but still kind of gross and kind of crazy. I remember getting like a leg stuck in my teeth. I'm like, mm, get that guy out of there. <laughs> yep. You know, it's always good to have rope on hand. You can do a lot of things with that as far as building a shelter. You know, fishing line in a pinch, things like that. So 
One thing that people may not think about is if you have a good sturdy shoelace that can work out for an alternative to rope or fishing line in a pinch. Even better, Fish and Stream suggests, you know, replacing your hiking boots with some good parachute cord. Um, then you have uh, a, a lot of options you can do with that. Those real strong oh, yeah. parachute cord, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, the parachute cord. And then the last tip we got here is the North Star. And, you know, you hear about it in movies and books and things like that. And it's legit. Like, it can be something that that really helps. Apparently, it's accurate to true north by two degrees. And the trick is just finding the, the North Star. So Polaris, the North Star, is found using the two stars on the end of the Big Dipper's bucket. So a lot of us can find that super famous Big Dipper, right? You look at the top of that bucket, and those two stars at the top point to Polaris. Polaris happens to be the first star in the handle of Ursa Minor, so it's a kind of a smaller dipper. But yeah, find True North, and that can help you orient where you're at. That's the only Good constellation stuff. I can ever remember, really. I mean, I, yeah. I, I Orion to too. all of those, but I could often never really see it. So, like, that's yep. the only one that I can, like, consistently find, yeah. no matter what. That one yep. in Orion, Orion's belt, because oh, I've yeah. got the three right in a row, that that one I can always find too, but don't ask me anything else. Yeah. And don't ever let me get stuck in this situation where I have to do any of that stuff, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's no bueno. It's not going to end well for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. So what do you think is the biggest benefits to camping? What is it for you personally that you get out of it more than anything else, you guys? Man, for me, honestly, it's like the sense of adventure, just getting out there and just doing fun things. So, I mean, I get a little exercise out of it, but adventure and I think fresh air, just being like away is what I like the most about it. What about you, Ben? To me, it really reduces stress. Like just getting out and where there's not so much going on, a little more quiet. I like, like I said, love sitting around the campfire and just relaxing. Just like you said, being that fresh air, being out and like, everything feels like it's slowing down a little bit, you know? And yep. not feeling so rushed. And I just need that once in a while. Yeah, it's a good vibe, man. Like, it's kind of, it's going to sound weird, but I like coming home the next day smelling like campfire. Do you? You know, it's just, it's to know that you did it. Yes. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. But I think the biggest thing for me is it disconnects you from electronics and things like that to where you can really kind of focus on the bigger picture sometimes. Yeah, um, I, I think it would really help you kind of clear your mind, especially like Ben said, if you got a lot of stress, you got a lot of things going on. I think that's definitely a good way to, to unplug, reset and kind of go about, you know, making some decisions even. Yeah, that atmosphere. But the, it's just so weird. I like the, the smell of a good old campfire smoke. Yeah. You don't like realize it as much as you do when you shower, dude. Once you shower, you're like, holy cow, dude, I got some yeah. serious camp smoke going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The steam yeah, sure. kind of like spreads that smell around. Yeah, <laughs> something about it, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So that concludes another great episode of Fat, Dumb, and Happy, you guys. We do want to appreciate you and let you know that we thank you for listening. You know, this was a fun one to put together. So thanks for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate us. We want to be visible to other people as well. So thank you for that. Thank you for coming back. We appreciate it. I want to thank Ben for hosting us today. And Dave, you know, you're a great special guest expert as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you guys have any ideas? If there's anything you want us to put in the show, you want to be on the show, just give us a little message sent over to fdhpod at gmail.com. But most importantly, everybody, stay fat, dumb, and happy. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Bye. See ya.